We are going to answer your questions and get to the nitty-gritty of things like phlegm, auditions, and why do I always feel nervous? When a friend invites you over for a cup of coffee, you know that you're about to have a meaningful conversation. Hola, I'm Melissa B. Cartwright, voice and performance coach and Latin creative with over 20 years of professional singing experience and encouraging others to do the same. I believe that both mental and vocal preparation is key to creating confident performing artists. You'll hear stories and advice from me and my guests that will make you think, it'll make you laugh, but most importantly, it will make you walk away saying, phew, I'm glad I'm not the only one. So pour yourself a cup of coffee, y bienvenido, tu cafecito with the coach. Thank you for joining me, mi amigo, mi amiga, for this question and answer time here on Cafecito. Before we dive in with the questions that you have sent, I want to give you a few announcements. I am in the thick of final details for our studio showcase. This is our biggest concert event of the year for my private clients, our Singers and Songwriters Showcase. So if you live in the coastal Virginia area, you are more than welcome to join us Saturday, June 24th at 2.30 at the Williamsburg Regional Library Theater. Ticket information is on our homepage at mbcperformance.com. We are going to have a good time. And so, yeah, lots of excitement, lots of buzz, and it's going to be a fabulous afternoon of amazing music. Now, because your girl is in the thick of that, I'm also going to be taking a vacation, (laughs) a much-needed vacation, after the showcase. So um, after today's episode, we're going to take a couple of weeks off from having cafecitos together, but don't worry, I'm going to be back with more content, more guests, but just wanted to let you know that we're going to take a little pausa and then come back better than ever. So let's dive in, shall we, to these questions that you have sent me because there are some really good ones. And, you know, when you're asking me these things, chances are somebody else's too, okay? So the first question that I got asked was, will I ever not feel nervous when I sing? Will the nerves ever go away? The short answer is, well, I don't know. (laughs) There's a good chance that they may never go away, my friend. But here's something I'd like to ask you, okay? And remind us that the same place where we feel, quote unquote, nerves, anxiety before we perform, okay, is the same place where we feel big emotions like excitement, elation. (laughs) And that's what's confusing, right? We can choose basically a mental path for how we're gonna channel these emotions. The amygdala, the littlest part of the brain that lets you know, oh my gosh, something big is about to happen. Whether that something big is I'm about to get on stage or holy crap, there's a bear in the room. I'm about to get mauled, right? I I mean, that is confusing, right? It's the same sense of heightenedness, uh, heightened emotions, I should say, that your body feels with big feelings, okay? So is the goal to make those feelings completely disappear? No, my encouragement to you is to ask yourself, how am I going to channel that? How am I going to reframe those thoughts when they pop up, right? So if your initial thought is, holy crap, it's my turn next, like I'm about to get on stage and sing, okay? 
instead of trying to shove it away because the absence of that feeling, I would, I would encourage you to think of the, of it this way. Absence of feeling nerves should not equate to success, right? I don't think it would be healthy or realistic for you to equate that with I've made it, right? I am a professional artist. I no longer feel nervous on stage, but rather, hey, acknowledge that it's there. Yeah, this is a big deal. I've been working hard for this. This has been a challenge for me before, and I'm taking this challenge head on. So when those feelings come up, you can say, hey, I see you. Thank you for letting me know, brain, that this is a big deal. It is a big deal. But you know what? It's not a life-threatening big deal. (laughs) It's just big. But I'm prepared. I've done the work, and this is not going to make me or break me. I'll say this too. I I believe this question also came from somebody who I've had some other conversations with. And the, the comparison cycle is always the professional artists that they hear on the radio, the artists that they saw competing on a very public voice television show like The Voice or America's Got Talent, right? And we've had this conversation before with some of our guests that we're, we're rewriting the narrative with what quote unquote success in your singing career truly is, right? Because that can't be the measuring stick for you. You know, maybe that's one of your goals. If it is, then obviously you're going to be taking steps towards that. But if it's not, then I think you can breathe a sigh of relief that your own singing journey is exactly that. It is your own. So I don't think you can measure success as not ever feeling nervous or ever having these big feelings, but rather, how can I channel them? How can I acknowledge that they exist? And what is the mindset work that I can invest in ahead of time to help me prepare for that moment. And if you need a resource for that, I highly recommend checking out our e-course from Anxious to Unstoppable. We had guest coach Kezia Grace on, and that replay is now available for you. I'll include that in the show notes. I highly recommend that if you're still navigating what it is to have these heightened feelings before you sing, which makes you completely normal and human. All right. Question number two is, I have an audition in two weeks. Can I book one lesson with you and feel ready? (laughs) That one's loaded. That one is loaded because I got to say, I got to ask you, all right, what are the expectations here? Yeah. So this is more of a question in expectation management. So let's have an honest conversation. If you do have an audition in two weeks, okay, and you seize the opportunity to book a lesson with any voice teacher, Okay. Is your expectation that they are going to cure all of your vocal woes? Are we talking about song selection process here? Like, do you already have a piece selected for your audition? And this is a musical theater audition. I believe that this person is asking about, we got to ask some more questions. All right. Because it's unfair for you to go into that session thinking that the voice teacher has a magic wand for you, right? And that maybe you are also managing performance anxiety and that all those problems are going to be solved for you. So if you have already been thinking of your piece, you already have a song selected, you already have your 16 or 32 bars selected for the audition requirement, 
And what you're coming in is for a little bit of a tune-up, just, hey, can you kind of take a look at how I'm performing the song? Maybe give me some pointers for, you know, some breathing exercises beforehand. And, you know, I do want to maybe like uh, tweak uh, a vocal technique that I'm trying here, whether it's a riff or you're trying to mix or trying to belt. I think all of those things are more than worthy and reasonable to think about addressing in a 45-minute hour hour long session that you're going to book. But that's why I wanted to ask you, what are your goals ahead of time? Because if you're coming into that one lesson, expecting your voice teacher to basically plan your entire audition for you, I don't think that's fair and very realistic, my friend. So if you know that an audition is coming up, um, I would plan with a lot of time in advance, if at all possible, right? And that multiple private sessions um, or an investment in something like a membership or a program to help you prepare is, is I think go- you're going to see uh, your goals being met, I think, in a more realistic timeline. And because any sense of rushing all right, this kind of goes back to the nervous feeling. Any sense of rushing, any sense of, oh my gosh, that only compounds those big emotions. Yeah, so give yourself plenty of room. And if you do seize the opportunity to book in a lesson that's pretty close to your actual audition time, think of it as a cleanup time, not something you're gonna start with a brand new project in mind. All right, and our last question is something that plagues every single singer. What would you recommend to get rid of phlegm when I sing? Oh my goodness, phlegm and I have a very close relationship, so I feel ya. Let's start with diet and health issues, okay? Now, I am not a medical professional, so please make sure that you're checking in with your general physician or specialist on this. But we know that there can be acid-inducing foods, right? Pay attention to the signals that your body is giving you. Phlegm can be one of the immediate signs of acid reflux, right, or heartburn. And if you are dehydrated, one of the first things your body will do is to produce phlegm because it's thinking, I need more fluid. Let's make some. <laughs> okay. And then all the, it's this vicious cycle, right? Of phlegm production when you're, when your body does not feel as though it has enough fluid. Okay. A lot of times, especially in a lesson setting or even in a performance setting at the first presence of phlegm, a singer is immediately grabbing their bottle of water. And to some degree, that refreshment feels wonderful. The brain goes, oh, this feels good. But my love, that is doing nothing to solve the the phlegm problem in the moment because nothing actually touches your vocal folds that are covered in excess mucus, okay? So when I'm talking about hydration, I'm talking about continuous hydration throughout the day. So make sure that you're taking care of that first. If you're doing all the things and you're in the middle of maybe an allergy season and you're like, oh my gosh, it's, it's heinous out here. Something like pineapple juice, a shot of pineapple juice does lovely jobs for being able to reduce the excess phlegm, uh, a tablespoon of honey, like preventative locally outsourced honey from your local region, because it has the local allergens in it could also be a possible phlegm reducer, I should say. 
Now, again, remember, no food or drink actually touches your vocal folds. Otherwise, you'd be choking, okay? So what the research has shown is that there are properties in these foods that could help uh, with excess mucus, it breaks it up, which is why sometimes somebody will say, oh, drink a cup of tea with honey, you know, because then you feel relief. But remember, it's not that it's coating your vocal folds. It's that there are properties in there that are helping to reduce the mucus, the excess mucus. So you could try uh, honey shots, pineapple shots to help you reduce the phlegm. If you're in the middle of singing something or you're about to, Here's a little hack that I've learned from my fellow colleagues as well, is to do an aspirated H and then swallow, swallow. And you just keep repeating that process. Drink a little water if the mouth gets dry until you feel that phlegm move. Try your best, my love, to not clear the throat because that action is actually pretty harsh against the vocal folds lapping together in a very um, abrasive way. And what happens is if you are constantly doing that, you may feel immediate reduction of phlegm, but it is going to come back even worse. So then you clear your throat, it goes away, comes back even worse. You clear your throat harder, goes away, come. And then what happens is you start feeling vocal fatigue. So try your best not to clear your throat. If you absolutely have to make it very, very light. <laughs> And then swallow, but try that aspirated H trick with a hard swallow to move it along and keep your body hydrated. If you have any more questions, feel free to send them over to me on Instagram at NBC Performance. And if you found this helpful, don't forget to rate the show. It's a wonderful way for other singers like you to find us and join in on our cafecito time. I appreciate you so much, my friend. And I want to go ahead and give you a piece of great news, a little summer announcement, if you will. If you are someone who struggles with your stage presence, you feel so freaking awkward just standing on stage. You're like, I don't know what to do. You go back and watch videos of yourself and it's all, you can't even stand watching it <laughs> because you're, you're so unhappy with the way that you look on stage, right? You're happy with your voice, but you want to be an effective communicator with how you present yourself when you're singing in front of others. I have an awesome workshop that I'm so excited to invite you to be a part of. We are going to reclaim the stage. This is a four-week online workshop where we are going to tackle that. How do we hold the microphone? Where do we move? Do we even have to move? Do I use a stool? So that you can start mapping out every single song in your set list and feel like you are owning the stage, my friend. If that is something that you know you need help with, I would love for you to join this workshop. Be sure that you're on my mailing list to be the first to know when registration opens because that is coming in July. Whew, I can't wait. For more information about how to begin your performance journey, visit mvcperformance.com. Hasta la próxima.